to On Focus, brought to you by the Focal Therapy Clinic, where we connect you with issues facing men diagnosed with prostate cancer that are little known, less understood, often avoided, or even ignored. Prostate cancer is now the most commonly diagnosed cancer in the UK, and with this somber fact comes a multitude of challenges and opportunities. I'm Claire Delmar. Joining me today is Dr. Ann Brinbells, an expert in personalized medicine who founded PX Healthcare in 2012. During that time, she was also executive director at the European Personalized Medicine Association, where she realized that cancer patients' experience following diagnosis is much poorer than it needs to be. And she founded PX to address this by correctly informing and supporting patients throughout treatment and recovery. Its first product was an app for breast cancer patients, which has been successfully rolled out in the NHS, leading the way for OY's prostate. And Anne's here to talk with me today about how this product will help men with prostate cancer. And welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Wonderful to be here, Claire. Thank you very much for having me. So let's let's jump right in. Start with the basics. What is OWISE prostate and why should men use it? OWISE uh, for prostate cancer is, uh, is an app that's been essentially co-designed and co-developed with men uh, with prostate cancer who indicated they really needed support from day one of diagnosis. Um, with signposting and with essentially personalized information to support them through their whole disease pathway. Um, so it is an app that people can download for free and then they can start using it by putting in a few profile details and immediately they get back uh, a tool that's really helpful, which is a decision aid. And this was one of the things that several of the men demanded to have, essentially. They said, we really need something to help us have a better conversation with our doctor. And that's exactly what we developed for them. And already they've responded by saying this really feels a great need uh, for them. And then it's a, a, essentially a tool that has lots of things in one place. And that includes a place to keep their treatments, to have things in their diary, to make secure audio recordings of their conversations with their doctors and the security for us is really important as is the privacy protection. And then the real feature that lots of men like is that people can track and trace how they respond to treatment. So people have had treatment and for example, may have had issues with incontinence or with pain or with fatigue. All of those things can be very accurately monitored in the app. They can be reviewed back at any time, obviously by the users themselves, and then they can be shared in real time with their doctors, with their nurses, or with um, any other trusted um, family members who they would like to uh, inform about their well-being. So mm. men say it's essentially one thing that, that really keeps them on track and really supports them with their treatment. Gosh, lots of questions popping up, but, but before I dig in, I know I spoke a little bit about your background in the intro, but can you tell us a little bit about what motivated you and inspired you to develop this? Yes, absolutely. So my background is I'm a pharmacist and a biomedical scientist by training. I was very much um, doing a research into genomics and genetics of human diseases. And while doing that, I became really passionate about the fact that lots of people who are affected by cancer get different treatments. So it's very individualized and very personalized from mm. that point of view. Mm. Having said that, very few people have access to personalized information and people always have to read a whole lot of things about things that don't concern them, about much more uh, aggressive treatments, for example, 
or um, treatments or diagnostic tests that may not be appropriate to you. So I thought if, if it's easy for me to find those things, because I'm, I'm trained in this field, but uh. it's very difficult for other people to find it. For me, it then became really important to make sure that people could have the right information at the right time and then also use these mobile tools because this was um, sort of eight, eight years ago when we started developing these things initially for breast cancer, as you said. And so we felt it was really important for people to also make sure it became their tool that they could populate with their data, they could review their data and if they want to share that data with others. And so then in the long run, we believe that that data in a fully anonymized way could be really supportive for both the patients, but also for medical research in general. So, I mean, what are the lessons you've learned thus far from the breast cancer app and, and its use? Well, what we learned was actually really fascinating. First of all, we found out that by just having an app to support people with the tools that OWIS has for both prostate and, and breast, um, people feel much more at ease when they use it. They can actually have a conversation with their doctor in a better informed way, but also in a way that, that makes them more relaxed because they can prepare better. Both apps, but um, also the, the prostate cancer app, contains a list of personalized questions that come up after you're filling your profile. And when you change your profile, these questions change again. So that way you can go into your consultation and your doctor's visits being well prepared and at the same time actually then in, in an easy way and listen back to that conversation back at home with family members and make much better decisions. So that's one of the things we learned that people could have a better treatment discussion with their doctors and with their with their nurses and then after that we found out that people really like to manage their condition by monitoring their trends how they feel so we learned from from patients who were being treated for advanced that is metastasized cancer mm. that actually by using the app they could really much better gauge how the treatment was going and alert their nurses when things were going down mm. Mm. Um, when things weren't working well and also, at the same time, use that same app to make sure that if they felt better, they could take on more. So we have people using the app to help them get back to work sooner, for example. So those are things we learned on the go. And yes, we were have always been incredibly pleased with the really helpful feedback that we've had from users. So the app is continuously being updated with useful yeah, was, feedback from users. I was going to ask you that. I mean, that's that's one of the, you know, sort of qualities, I suppose, about apps is that you're generating data all the time and you're learning about your users all the time as well. So what are you learning about your users? I mean, who is there a typical user? Um, what are you learning about him? Yeah, that is really interesting. Well, particularly for prostate cancer, it was important for us that we made an app, which is, by the way, not just a mobile app, but it's also what we call a web app. That is a website uh, where people can do the exact same things. And we found out that people really want to be informed in a very simple way. Everything has to be really clear and there shouldn't be any ambiguity. And that really these apps and websites should be there to take people along the way. So we make sure that everything is really easily indicated in the app, you know exactly where to click and no button is ambiguous, for example, it's really well explained. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is that we found out that men really wanted very specific things to monitor regarding their treatment. So for example, with respect to prostate cancer, incontinence is a big issue. So 
we made sure that people could monitor the number of pads they're using. Hmm. But then the gentlemen were also saying, well, not every pad I exchange is the same. So we need to understand how much soaked it is. So we made trends, you know, we made um, really easy tools and sliders to indicate also how, how soaked your, your pad was. So that way you always have a, a history, you know exactly what happened on which day. And you can really send that again to your to your doctors who may be interested to know how you're doing and mm. and improve on things uh, for your own treatment, but also for the benefit of others in the future. I mean, that's that's really interesting because um, one of the things I wanted to to ask about were the sort of you know non clinical aspects of prostate cancer itself and various treatments and of course incontinence being one that you know men are very concerned about, sexual health being another one, and mental health being yet a third. Are there places to think about that to address those issues on the app? Well, absolutely. So we have the sexual health um, issues are also addressed in the app. So people can can indicate their erectile function, their changes to their sex life, so they can monitor that as well. And then thirdly, or what you mentioned with respect to mental health, that's really important too. So there are also ways to monitor that within the app and to keep track of your mood, but also of the fears that people have. We know that cancer patients have a lot of fears um, Mm -hmm. about not just family-related fears or financial um, financial issues, but also the fear of cancer recurring. So we're actually collaborating. Um, we're very research-driven at, at PX and, and working on Allwise. We're always trying to make sure everything is not just, you know, what we call medical evidence-based, uh-huh, but uh-huh. also that we, we contribute to research. So we're working with uh, researchers in Scotland on trying to understand how we can more quickly alert people when their fear of cancer recurrence becomes an issue and they may need to take action. So we're really actively looking to develop that further, but it is already implemented in the app as it is at present. That's interesting because of course, you'd be very familiar with the, um, you know, one of the treatment options or management options for um, men with particularly early stage or your low risk prostate cancer is active surveillance. So, I can imagine that the app might be of particular importance there. So another question I have is, you know, like like all diseases and, and cancer in particular here in the UK, I'm sure you're aware that there's quite a campaign right now to raise awareness about the, the so-called backlog of cancer patients that, you know, has been impacted because of COVID-19. Um, there's a lot of fallout to this, um, not least of which is delayed diagnostics, delayed treatments. And I'm wondering if this has, you know, impacted any way on the app, if there's any way that, you know, your app might, might help people, maybe along some of the lines that you've been describing, you know, what are you seeing as a result of the backlog? Yes, yeah, so we started developing this app just before a COVID struck. Um, then it struck and we essentially built it and it was released and launched uh, last month. So it, it's come just at a time when it can really start to support people. Well, I think what's really important is to, to understand that actually it really fills a gap. So we have also urological surgeons who say, well, really, they were trying to find a way to what they then call holistically support their patients in, with, with mobile technology because people cannot always come into the hospital uh-huh. and always really fills that gap. So the patients, the users say the same thing. It really addresses needs that they have by having this tool now that addresses so many different things that are part of their, their whole I don't like to use the word, but it's still perhaps easy to say the whole 
the whole journey they have mm. as, a, as a prostate cancer patient. So mm-hmm. it really helps patients from day one, as you say, from actually diagnosis, even pre-diagnosis, all the way through their decision-making that we call a shared decision-making process with their doctors. And then it goes all the way through even active space and then treatment. So it's really this body that they can have on the way. And that's the way that we try to design this, but really with the support of of the patients themselves. And then for the clinicians, as mentioned, they say, well, this really fills a gap. We haven't seen anything like this because it Mm. is you can bring it in really from the very first moment that a patient comes into the clinic. And from that point of view, it is really helpful all the way through to people going back to work and starting to play with their grandchildren again. And so it is, uh, yeah, we're really pleased that this can fill the need that we, we've seen now. And in terms of backlog, I think we're just at the right time to launch this, but also because men are now becoming much more able to use all sorts of mobile technology. We're not saying they they didn't do this before, mm-hmm. but now every man mm-hmm. we encounter has a smartphone in their yeah. pockets. And, and five years ago, that wasn't always the case. No, you're right. And I guess the pandemic has really accelerated that and um, using it for so many other aspects of your life. This is just yet another. Um, so yeah, I can see how that, that comes in at the right time. I mean, that's, that's wonderful. I mean, one, one final question is, you know, one of the things we notice with a lot of our patients is how important the role of their partners is in supporting, you know, not only their treatment, but, you know, all other aspects of their, their journey, as you say. And I'm wondering if that comes in in any way, if, the, if partners can, can contribute or can share in any of this information. Oh, that's such a wonderful question, because the first thing we noted when we started organizing our workshops for cancer patients, um, already when we started early on, um, this was originated in the Netherlands, but we started working with um, with lots of patients. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately, we saw the carers come along and the partners come along to, mm-hmm. to our mm-hmm. workshops. And the same actually happened when we, we did last year, um, or just before before last year, we did our workshops with the, the prostate cancer patients and carers, all of them came along. And, um, and that was really helpful because the partner often feels a little bit powerless, like they cannot really do that much. But with Allwise, we've made sure that there's also a partner button that can be switched on. Okay. So that way, it's actually an app that can be used by the partner as well, if, hmm. the, if the actual or error in any way, because that way it can just be done as a, as a collaborative tool. Mm-hmm. That way the patient can actually um, delegate one of their those family members or, or friends to really help them with this. So it's really a tool for both. I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to spending some more time on it. I, I, I've spent a little bit of time prior to this conversation, but, you know, now you've, uh, you've definitely inspired me to look a bit further and, um, you know, perhaps we'll talk again with some more, some more questions and, and maybe, re- you know, bring some of our patients into in the conversation. So thank you so much for joining me today. It's been real pleasure, something that I think we've all been interested in talking about. And um, I look forward to hopefully speaking with you again. Well, that sounds amazing, Claire. I would love to have patients involved uh, as well, because for them, that's really the reason why we do it. So um, wonderful to chat. Any questions, please, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Um, Just perhaps I might might want to say the website is uh, www.owise.uk forward slash prostate. And you can find us on on social media as well. But please, uh, anyone with questions, feel free to contact us. We have a wonderful team uh, supporting both the patients and also clinicians with questions. So feel free to get in touch. Fabulous. Thanks again.
Further information on OI's prostate is available on our website, along with a transcript of this interview and additional interviews and stories about living with prostate cancer. Please visit www.thefocaltherapyclinic.co.uk. Thanks for listening. And for me, Claire Delmar, see you next time. Mm -hmm.